must come a down. A trip to the grocery store or a tank of gas. That's a family farm that's been in the family for over 100 years being sold. They're, they're concerned about the violence and the death. Seems like I have, you know, less money to spend Another on Another deadly day in Iraq as 11 U.S. soldiers. It is a free country. country. I'm just one of many. Get ready to have your mind fried by Lee Thompson and Andrew Dodd. This is Politically Not Correct. Good morning, Blues Nation. You're listening to 1280 KYRO, and you're listening to Not Politically Correct. Lee Thompson and Andrew Dodd here on the mics. Good morning, Hope. Lee. Hope you all enjoyed the game the other night. Uh, now, I'm going to be honest, Lee. i got to tell you. You're not a hockey fan. I know it. No. No, I am not a hockey fan. However, I watched the last couple playoff games. What a fun sport to watch. Now, I had no idea what was going on other than there were some dudes knocking a thing, trying to get it into another thing. But i got to tell you, it was one of the most entertaining sports I've ever watched. It's almost uh, as good as curling. I'll tell you what, I really enjoyed it. I hate football because there's entirely too many penalties and timeouts and Reviews calls and on the play. I hate that. Baseball's all right in its own kind of way. I don't mind it. Moves too slow. For it's me. a little slow, but I'll tell you Tennis what. Makes my neck hurt. I, I, yeah, I think I tried that once watching that, and it was horrible. So after all of that, I think I might kind of like hockey. It was pretty cool. Hey, you know, I like watching bowling on. Bowling's kind of fun to watch, though. Especially if you got a cold brew. It's it's a it's a fun thing. I like to play bowling. I mean, let's. I bowled. Uh, ready for a laugh, son? You don't know. I actually was on a scholarship for a while and bowled it in college. School of the blind. <laughs> I could actually see back in those <laughs> days. Oh, that was that was some good stuff. Thanks a lot for that, Lee. Well, I just couldn't pass it up. No, you, know, you, you no. teed it up. I was going to take it out of the park. Well, you definitely took it out of the park with that one. No question about it. Good grief, man. I'm telling you. So you enjoyed the game last night. You've had lots of fun. Well, actually, that was Wednesday night. But, yes, I enjoyed it. Wasn't there a game last night? No. Yeah. We ended it up on Wednesday night. Wasn't this Saturday? Oh, yeah. I'm so dumb. Sorry, dude. <laughs> my brain is so cooked sometimes. I, You know, I spent my whole day doing summer school, so my, my brain's a little done for the day. I've I've been awake a while. Good grief. So what else we got going on? I mean, other than the Blues for the first time in Blues history have won. Years. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, they played for it four times to get it. So They've, they've made it to the, the playoffs. First three years of their franchise. Wow. They were an expansion club, and so all the expansion teams were crappy, so no, nobody knew they were going to win it. So, <laughs> Gotcha. But the Blues had the best of the crappy teams. Well... <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about that one. I mean, well, no, I'm just being honest. You know, that's, that's the expansion right. teams are always crappy. Yeah, we had the best crappy team. That's why we got to play for the cup. All right, makes sense. I can, I can go for it. We did it legitimately this time. We had our goalie Winnington in there. You know, I mean Bennington. I'll tell you what, that guy. Wow, talk about stopping some serious plays. Yeah. That was that was impressive. I mean. Dude. Yeah. I wasn't really sure what was going on, but I knew that guy was supposed to stop the puck from going inside that net. And, man, job. he did it like yeah. nothing else. 
Yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely pretty cool. So if you are listening to us right now and you're like, man, these guys are these guys are kind of fun. I want to know more about what these guys do. Then go like our Facebook page. It's on Facebook. We are not politically correct radio. You can like our page, listen to our newscast, listen to our shows. They're all available yeah. as a podcast. You can listen to them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything you can imagine. You can contact us through it. You can. So you can be spon- sponsor yeah. this great yeah. show. Yeah, you want to sponsor us, contact us through there. If you want to see the latest news articles, we post a lot of stuff pretty much every day. Yeah, I get busy every once in a while. I do, too. You know. I may go for three, four hours and not see anything, and all of a sudden I may have ten posts go up. You as long. really, really do, and it's great to watch. So keep an eye on that if you wanna if you wanna see what's going on, and if you wanna hear some of the other episodes that we've done over the years. Well, not really over the years. We don't have all the shows, yeah. but if you wanna hear the podcast at least that we've done this year, yeah. then just get on there and listen to the podcast. This will actually be episode number eleven. Is that right? Yeah. 10, 11? 10, 11, something like that. It'll be number 11, and it'll be up, and you can listen to it. I try to never it. to listen to myself on our I, I've never listened to our show. That is the truth. But, Not I, on but since I'm going to be in Mississippi, I may have to turn that up. Yeah, so you might have to. Hear, I'll turn one of them up. Well, there you go. Let, let some of my friends hear the show that I've been fired from twice. Oh, <laughs> you know, it, it does happen. Yeah, you know, what can I say? Whatever. So, fun uh, fun little thing for you. I was reading a uh, thing today, and they were picking power candidates to run against Trump. Now, are you ready for this? Sure. Are they going to run them as Republicans or no, Democrats? No, nope, these are the Democrats, right? Okay. You mean there's somebody with power in the Democrats? Well, apparently the two that they believe, well, it was it's it's kind of a draw. There's quite a few that are confident that Joe Biden, with a running mate of Bernie Sanders, could do it. Now, that's terrifying. Every little socialist would jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. And the other one is Joe Biden with Michelle Obama could probably win. That's also terrifying. Yeah, because first thing they would do would be assassinate Joe Biden to get her in power. Pretty much. It would look a lot like... Hillary Clinton had been there. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> That's kind of my take on it. So anyway, I heard those and went, oh, brother, come on, guys. Really? This is, this is... But then once I started thinking about it and really looking at who these two candidates were, if you're Biden and you get Sanders to run with you, man, you'd pull everybody in. You'd pull every super lefty plus all of the socialists. That's a big demographic. Oh, my. Yeah, but you got to remember. Well, you know, that does fix the problem because I was going to say the snowflakes were going to have a problem, but that would fix the snowflake problem because Bernie's at least close. Uh-huh. Problem is, I think they're going to get they'll get shot down just because of both the combined age of them is, whew, man, you know, from the guys that say you don't want to trust an old white man, they want to run two old white men. Well, you know, once you become a socialist, they don't mind. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, what have we what have we seen in the news this week, Lee? Well, Trump's got them all chasing their laser pointer again. He's got the thing going when he made the comment. Sure, if I had a foreign government tell me they had something on my opponent, I'd take it. Why would I tell the FBI? And uh, why would uh, he tell uh, the uh, FBI? Because uh, they'd uh, try to get him for collusion. Exactly. So I wouldn't tell him either. It is unbelievable. I saw the documents showing where. The attack on Trump started long before 
long before he he had won that election. It had been going on for quite a while, and this is a deep, dark hole that we're now starting to go down. Did you see where— I love what Barr's leaking, or what's not really being leaked, but the, they're, what it's being leaked, I think, out of Congress. I think Barr's yeah. sharing it. I uh-huh. believe there's people from Congress are talking. This is going to get interesting. Well, it's, it's going to get crazy. I mean, did you hear about all of the federal employees indicted on— Child pornography charges? Yes, I did. And sex trafficking yeah. and everything else? There was 1,400, but that wasn't all federal employees. Right. But, but there were a bunch of federal employees a in lot. the middle of it. And let me tell you how that happened. Somebody sent a computer to IT for repair, and somebody in IT saw something on their personal computer. Uh-huh. And the FBI went from there and broke up a 1,400-person ring. Kudos for the rank and file uh-huh. of the FBI of getting rid of some of these guys. Yep. that's. Uh, I saw that one, and I went, oh, boy. You know, and I bet before it's all said and done, you're liable to have a senator, a representative or two. Oh, I have no And it doubt. could be of several parties. And, yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be crazy. They need to be gone. Yeah, why not? Most of them need to probably be gone for any reason you know, anyway. You know, I, I would almost, to the point, I would primary every Republican. I'd primary every Democrat. No, why not? And let's clean up Washington. You know, if you're a true Democrat and you believe in the Democratic Party but not the Democratic Socialist Party, then okay. then, then you need to start primarying your candidates. Out. Yeah, you do. You definitely have got to start. And if you that. believe in freedom and everything else that the Republicans promise, we need to start primarying our yes. candidates. And all of the... Either the socialist or the insane Republicans, those ones, you know the one, what categories they fit into. They need to go. Yeah. I remember just a couple years ago, everybody was talking about how loony Rand and Ron Paul were. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The, the crazier they get with the Democratic Party and the Republicans wanting to follow suit with them, the more I'm starting to like the crazies of the Rand and Ron Pauls. And I don't actually find them that crazy. You know, you know, they're true libertarians. They believe in, you know, reli- you know, the freedoms. That they do. And it is, uh, it's just interesting to see which way some of these people go. You know, yeah. and you're like, oh, these guys. And then you realize that they're a raging socialist. Yeah. They're so far away from a caretaker of liberty, it's not even funny. They're... They're nearly insane, a lot of them. Well, yeah. people would actually be scared if they realized how socialistic this country has gone in the last 20 years. People would lose their minds. That was the whole thing. The whole thing behind impeaching Nixon was to get the stranglehold of the Republicans off of liberty and give it to the Democrats so they could make this. That's how long they've been working on this, and people don't realize it. Oh, boy. You know, it wasn't they wanted to. Wanted to actually get rid of Nixon. They just knew they weren't going to ever get power to do what they wanted to do. Right. And, of course, then they got uh, McGovern in there, and they found out, oh, well, they're not quite ready for us. We're going to have to do this a little slower. Right. And that's certainly what happened in in all of that. I don't know if you heard or not. Did you hear about the HUD assistant secretary confirming that DACA recipients are not permitted to get U.S.-backed mortgages? Good. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that one. I— you know, because there's been this this DACA thing has been going on for quite a while now. You know, the first thing is DACA is not legal. 
No, no, DACA is absolutely not legal. That 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 was done by a, a man had had a pen and a phone. Oh, well, and it needs to go away. Yeah, I'm not. I, there's no reason for it to remain. The, uh, the our stuff, immigration system's broke, so let's just throw everything that's illegal out. Right, along with the people. Let's get rid of all the laws that are illegal, that are letting yeah. them be here. Yeah. Let's clean up our immigration system and let's get it fixed. And that's the only way you're going to be able to do this stuff. Did you see where California, you know, they passed the the bill to give driver's illegal, license. Well, driver's license, but also health care for all illegals. Yeah. How are you going to pay for that? I'm just curious. The, you know, they're wanting to give it to the illegals and they're not even taking care of the veterans on the streets. No, they don't take there. care of anybody. They only, you know, there was this thing we were talking about and it's which protected group will the liberals be like, oh, these are our guys now. Well, I guess for right now it's the illegals and that's going to be their protected group that they are the only group they care about. And it's, it's weird to watch how that shift takes place over the years of which group they're actually going to care about. Well, they they do that for a reason. They do that to build their voting base. Man, do they build it. And, and they want to get the illegals, then they want to make them legal so they can vote. Of course. Or make them illegal and still let them vote. They don't care. And they don't care how it happens. They just want them to vote. And they, that's the whole plan. Yeah. And that's that's what we're seeing in all of these, these different areas. We're watching these ultra-left socialist states, cities, bankrupt themselves and they don't care well that's, that's the whole state. have you seen any videos out of san francisco oh, and how terrible san francisco is well nancy's starting to catch hell over that well so. you know it's pretty interesting when the city gives out needles so you can go inject heroin and the streets are covered in fecal matter and homeless people but yet you're feeding their drug addiction and it's fine what? What? Wait, wait. I thought San Francisco was like a liberal utopia. Well, it kind of looks like every socialist place I've ever heard of towards the end of its game. Good grief. Yeah, th there's a word I want to use, but I can't yeah, use I know it. it. I know. So it. we'll call it a crap hole. Yeah, I believe Trump called it appropriately what it was. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's uh, let's go to break, man. We've already blown through the first part. So you are uh, you are listening to Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM KYRO. I am Andrew Dodd. He's Lee Thompson. We'll be right back after these. Welcome back. This is Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM KYRO. I am Andrew Dodd. He is Lee Thompson, and we are so not politically correct. It's not even funny. And we're about to take this show off the rail. Uh oh, with, it's with where we were it's, during it, a break. Oh, so. it is going off the rails. So to, to bring it in, what we want to talk about is basically the, the left, the socialists, the liberals, whatever you'd like to call them, they basically have a hierarchy of protected classes. And it's whoever they happen to like at the time. Now, in different times, it's been different groups. Sometimes, rightfully so, they were a group that needed to be protected. But in the, in the 80s, the protected group you know, 70s, 80s, even into the 90s, was the African-American demographic. That's who, remember, Clinton had yep. to get out there and campaign and push and push and push. Well, then there was a shift. And they started caring a whole lot less about that group. And they moved on to the illegal group, or those in the country non-legally or even legally, the Latinos, or who they focus on heavily now. 
And then they also have their protected class, which would be the LGBTQ. Just call it the alphabet. The alphabet community. And that has become their protected class. Now, we had an article that we put up on our Facebook page. And on the article, it was talking about how there was a baker being sued again for stating that his religious beliefs didn't allow him to do a same-sex wedding cake. Well, he's right. been, been sued for the same sex. Right. He, he got he was sued over a gender cha- reveal he, he or, was. or change or something. Yeah, and, he's and now said, he's being sued right. again. And he has said, look, I am not going to do this, period. Now, all these people on the left screaming, yelling, complaining. Now, let's ask a question here. I have been to some fabulous African-American bakeries, particularly mm. in Memphis. There's quite a few yeah. that are pretty good. Oh, the cream horn. That, that's where I was going. Now, if someone came in there and said, hey, I want you to make this neo-Nazi cake that says white power across the top, that grew, those guys would be right in saying, dude, we're not making that, right? Uh-huh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't make it, and I wouldn't fault you for not making it. It's your business. You yeah. don't want to make that. Okay, fine. But what would happen is the left wouldn't say a word. Lawyers wouldn't jump up and be like, oh, let's represent the Aryan nation. That wouldn't happen. So why is it different? The owner of the business, no matter what the business, can say, hey, I'm not selling that to you. I'm sorry, dude. I'm not going to make that. I, I can't do that. For whatever reason it is, I have no problems with that whatsoever as a privately owned business. Now, fortunately, we don't have a lot of publicly owned or government-run businesses, which would then have to make the cake due to anti-discrimination laws. But neither one of these two people are wrong, be it the, the, the guy who said, I can't make the same-sex couple cake because of my religious beliefs, or the African-American guy who says, look, I'm not making that white power cake. It's not going to happen. I'm not doing it. Both of those guys are in the right as business owners. I have no problem with either one. What I have a problem with is the left blowing up this issue so much with their new favorite protected class that has, you know, 37 different genders and gender fluid, gender neutral, and all this other weirdness. That, that come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. Well, you know, God made Adam and Eve, and the left <laughs> made uh, Adam and Steve and all the rest. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, I haven't heard that one in a lot of years. It's, uh, it's, it's just an... An interesting a thing to see how the left adapts itself to favor a particular group for every so often. And it's for the votes. When they lose it is absolutely for the votes. When they find a group that's bigger with a bigger voting block, they you fall out of grace and they go after the other. Right. They go after the next person. You know, one of I guess you saw where the Oh, who's the left-wing news guy that got busted trying to meet up with a seven-year-old that was actually an FBI agent? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a glorious case. Yeah. Um, anyway, in, in big news this, this week, there is a, uh, an extreme lefty reporter, journalist, blogger, whatever you want to call him. He's actually down to a blogger now. I think he is. And he's he, falling uh, way down the— Oh, he's, he's, he's done. Well, he, uh, he's always out yelling and screaming, bad Trump, bad this, bad that. And he was setting up what he believed was some kind of hookup with a seven-year-old, with her mom arranging it, or some kind of weirdness like this. Yeah, he showed up, and what he was met by was a couple FBI agents. 
Now, I'm going to be honest. Awesome. I'm thrilled. But what we start to see in these in these weird side fringe socialist party groups is there is nothing in their mind, no matter what they are talking about, for the most part. You know, they talk about, oh, that's just terrible. I mean, that's 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 terrible for you want to kick out all the illegals, blah, blah, blah. But what we are starting to understand is there is no level of depravity that they're not actually opposed to. It's just if it doesn't fit into their mold, then it's bad. But if it fits into their mold, well, then it's it's it's, it's totally a, fine. Yeah, not a you know, for the most part, Lee and I are like, you know, do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt others. This isn't one of the cases. This isn't one that I'm like, oh, my gosh. The li-. No, no, there is nothing in me that says he shouldn't be drug out behind a barn and beat, period. Okay, to continue with your thing. How often do we get a news story here of an illegal who was drunk and killed a family or killed some teenage girl or whatever? Or just, or just abducted and murdered yeah. them because they were sick. Yeah, but, you know, just a drunk driving accident. Oh, yeah. every day. We're getting one or two of those a We're day. getting that all the time. We're getting abductions. Phoenix. The, ra- the rapes and everything the, else. Big time. Phoenix, you know, is now the kidnapping capital of the United States. Because one of the things that the cartels have brought into the United States with them is kidnapped for ransom. Now, most kidnappings that we know of in modern history are somebody gets kidnapped, there's a ransom, the FBI comes in, you normally pay the ransom, you get the person back, the FBI bust them. And you get your money back. Right. Usually you use the FBI's money anyway. But that's not how cartel ransoms work. Because for the most part, the cartel has bought a lot of federal agents. We know that this is, and not necessarily willingly bought either. Let's let's be clear. These aren't you know guys that are bad. But if the cartel can successfully target your whole family and guarantee you can kill them before you can move them, well, that's just how it's going to work. You're going to give them information. When the cartel abducts people and kidnaps them, they call you and inform you. You know, don't call the police. If you do, they die. Well, the difference is the cartel's for real. Yeah. If you call anybody, they're dead. If you pay the cartel, they're normally dead. If you involve anything else, you normally don't even find them. That's the truth behind what this illegal immigration has done. You know, it's not like we're talking about bringing a group of of people in. And I'm not saying this for all illegals, obviously, that come in. But that country, over the last 30 years, has become one of the most violent places on earth. This is like bringing in Somali pirates. It's in the same category. We're talking about drug dealers and pimps and every other imaginable thing you can even fathom. Serial rapists. We've already proven that there were guys who we caught here, but they'd committed all kinds of heinous crimes in Mexico. Craziness. This is what the left wants, truly. Anarchy. And it's bad anarchy. Yeah. Because it's not even, it's not even anarchy. It's a, it's almost a means to an end for them. They're, you know, if they, they know that if they can collapse what's left of the foundation of what we have as the republic, then they can successfully rule it as a lefty socialist nation, which is their goal. Why do you think every kid you meet is medicated out of his brain? Well, let's be honest. If you're on meth all the time, 
And I'm not saying they're grown and smoking it. They're prescribed meth. If they're on meth all the time, how are they? They're never going to be involved in anything. They're going to be a mindless group that babbles around like we're living in a cross between 1984 and a brave new world. That's what we're going to see. And you have to question, is that not what the left wants? As a strong, powerful America, you can't really be deceived. But it only takes a few generations before you can get all of your information in. Well, what was it Ronald Reagan said? We're, one gener- we're always just one generation away from losing freedom. And if we lose freedom here. The whole world's lost. Exactly. And that's what we need to understand, even as... Even as I sit here on the the hardcore libertarian side, I don't have a problem using military force for liberty. I've never had a problem with that. When we desired liberty more than anything else, France backed us up. Yep. Well, we were created because another nation was willing to back up a nation seeking liberty. It may be wrong, it may be right, but our duty as having that gift is to truly back other nations who want liberty. I'm not yep. talking about nation building. Yeah. No, we I'm don't talk- want to go nation no, building. No, no nation building. We'll go liberate I'm, a nation. I'm talking about if you have somewhere like Venezuela, all right? Go and help them. Liberate. You got, you got Venezuela who's like, no, we have no guns. We have no way to fight. Well, then you make a deal with whoever their leadership is. Whatever that deal happens to be, it doesn't matter what the deal is. And if they do agree to it, then give them what they want. Give them the armament and send whoever you need to send. Look, you don't want to send active U.S. troops? Fine. Send 5,000 contractors. They don't have a problem with it. If you're worried about, you know. They'll get it done, too. They'll get it done real quick because they don't have to worry about things like rules of engagement. They'll deal with the problem. The problem's over. Congratulations. The Venezuelans now have a a country. Congratulations, United States. You now have a partner in trading oil who just pulled itself out of OPEC. You, do you think you really need 5,000? I think Venezuela could be done with 500 good contracts. It probably could. Yeah. I, I'm i a fan of unbelievable force. Yeah, I know that. You need 500. That's what it takes. But 5,000 makes a point. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know me, Lee. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I was just saying, you know. Yeah. 500 makes a pretty good point because they wouldn't probably be there a week. No. No, not so much. You do a weapons... You do a weapons drop to your resistance fighters, and then you send 500 there to command, and it's over. It's done. Well, you send 250 and it's snipers. <laughs> yeah, and Venezuela's got lots of nice yeah. buildings. Yeah, Enjoy. I mean, wouldn't take long. No, not even, not long at all to, to yeah. seal that deal. But this is, this is coming back around. This is what we're talking about, about liberty essentially being choked out. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter who your president is or how good of a president he is. If liberty is being killed at the roots, it doesn't matter what the guy on top does. It's irrelevant. You know, when we look at different things, when we see the school system dumping, dumping socialist ideas on top of people, medicating everyone. There's quite a few school districts that they'll send your kid home, and unless he comes back with meds, he can't come back to school. That's a real thing. Yeah. And this comes from the Federal Department of Education because well, the states don't know, have that power anymore. If you remember, Trump's getting rid of that. Well, he should. Yeah. He absolutely should. You know, education should be at the state level where the people have control, not it, the federal government coming telling us how to raise no, the kids. No, no. You know, this is the nanny state. You oh, it's totally a nanny state. I hate the nanny state concept. And here's the thing. 
the values of mid-Missouri, southern Tennessee, don't align with California and New York. We understand that. Stop trying to make universal education for all of them. Because it's not that you're trying to make New York like Tennessee. You're trying to make Tennessee like New York. Yeah. Well, the problem with California is everybody gets a free education, whether you're legal or illegal. Oh, it doesn't matter. Everybody but, gets but a free. But if you're a veteran, you can't get free no. education. No, you can't. Now, here's a question for you, Lee. If everybody gets free education, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't that make your education worth nothing? Well, I would think so. I mean, I, I know this sounds like an evil path to go down, but this is the truth. There was a time in the United States where if you had a high school diploma, that was impressive. Yeah. Because not a lot of people did. And then a few years, you know, a generation later, few people had college diplomas. And if you did, you could get some pretty good jobs. Today, everyone has a college diploma. It's worth nothing. That's the truth behind it. You know. Unless you did something crazy in college, like biomechanical cellular engineering, you're just another guy with a job working at Starbucks or McDonald's. You know, that's the the guys who are making the money nowadays are in the trades. They get that union card, or even if they just get that certificate yep. of completion from a good trade school. It can do pretty well for they you. They can make, you know, it can. six figures. It really, really, really can. One of the ones that I just have to touch on, Missouri needs less paramedic schools because they've got so many schools, nobody makes any money here. Just pointing that out. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend of mine in rural Tennessee. I mean, there is nothing there, right? He makes twenty-eight fifty an hour on an ambulance. Working in this region, the most I ever made on an ambulance was fourteen fifty an hour. Now, think about the difference in my tax base versus his. His taxes are way lower, and there's way less people. What's the difference? Well, the difference is if you've got one hundred and fifty people looking for a job, it's not hard. Yeah. <sighs> Just saying. Yeah. Well. About time to go to a break. Let's do it, buddy. Let's make some money. Pay the bills. You're listening to MPC on 1280 KYRO. We'll see you in about five. We're back on MPC on 1280 AM. I'm Lee Thompson, and Andrew Dodd across from me. Hello, Lee. So what are we going to do on this half? Or this well, third? This third. Oh, this is like watching hockey. This is the third period. Yeah, yeah we're coming down. Got to gotta make some goals. Yeah. <laughs> got to score some points. Yeah, we do. Like, if you want to sponsor this show. Yeah, if you want to sponsor this show, check us out. You can just send us a message off the Facebook page, which is Not Politically Correct Radio. You can find us on there and see what's going on. You can listen to any of our previous shows on our podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple Streaming, Google Streaming. Just you, about any stream. Pretty much everything now is is available, and you, we'll, we'll link those shows on there when they're new and when we post them. You can check it out and see what we're up to. We'd love to have some sponsors for the uh, radio portion of this show. That's what I got. Get the right sponsor. We might even take this two hours. Oh, I'll tell you what. We fly through here. Yeah, with the right sponsor, I'd love to take this show to two hours. I think it would be a fabulous two-hour show. We certainly have enough information we could carry on for two hours with... With no major, yeah. we, major we big problems. We never really get to half of what we no, they were going to get no, to no, no, we don't. We certainly don't. Well, we were talking a little bit off the air about, uh, well, we were talking about why there are protected classes in certain laws, like hate crimes. You know, why, you know, you get, you, you go out and you shoot somebody and then you get charged with a hate crime. You know, murder, you know, murder is the ultimate hate crime. 
Agreed. You don't really shoot people you like. Yeah. Now, part of this that I've always had a problem with is even though it's it's skating around, I can't stand when prosecutors stack crimes. Okay? You shouldn't be able to stack crimes. We've talked about this yeah. before. It's murder. It's a hate crime. It's unlawful use of a weapon. It's public discharge of a weapon. On and on and on. There's no reason to be able to stack crime. All of those should be encompassed by double jeopardy. Yeah. You cannot be charged multiple times. You're not you convicted of the murder. No. You shouldn't, the rest of this no. shouldn't. No. You need to charge them with the highest crime they committed, and that's the only crime you get. Or charge them with the highest crime you can get a conviction on. Right. And if the highest conviction you can get is unlawful use of a weapon, then, then charge it. And that's it. But that's, hate crime's got to go away. It's it's the whole ridiculous. act is a hate. Right. Everything involved in most crimes is because you don't like the person. It's because you hate them. And we we all recognize that. And there's always people that say, oh, but what about those groups that just go target this other group? That doesn't really happen. Yeah. Well, here's it the whole may thing. from time to time. But let's be honest, whatever the crime is they committed, just charge them with it. Yeah. Come on. OK, let's go to Chicago. Let's go to St. Louis. Yeah. You're a white man. You yep. shoot you shoot somebody of color. Yes. They want to charge you with a hate crime. Right. Six of them go out, rape your wife, kill both of you. Yep. And it's oh, it was just a tragic incident. Right. They may well, be no, no, charged no. with a, a couple of murders, but but, how, but you, you never hear of a black person being charged with a hate crime. Or why? E- anybody other than a white person, I think we well, should yeah, say. Yeah. You know, why? these these hate crimes that goes back to the Clinton administration creating a lot of these protected classes when there was already law to protect you. And that's the whole thing that really... Well, we got too many laws. We do. For example, I recently heard a story about a middle schooler who made a comment, and the comment that was made was something to the effect of, boy, it'd be great if everybody got shot. Now, here's where I'm going to jump on this bandwagon and nobody's going to like it. He's being charged with making a terroristic threat. Now, here's what I would like to first say. First, does he have the means? Doesn't matter. Second, does he have the motive? Doesn't matter. Third, did he say words? Yes. Hi, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Article 1. You can say anything you want about any group or doing any atrocity, and there is no reason under our Constitution you should be charged with it. Now, I'm not saying don't pay it any attention. Get the kid help. Figure out what's going on. If it's a kid, if it's an adult, see what the deal is with these people. Take a look at them. But you certainly cannot charge them under our Constitution. You may have made a law that allows you to charge them, but under the fundamental truth of our Constitution, you cannot charge someone for saying words. Where's the ACLU on this? Oh, case? they don't care. They, ACLU no, they, doesn't they care. Be, they should be in the middle of this case. Oh, they should. This, this is going straight against the Constitution. Oh, it is. And and for people who don't understand what the end result of, of this burning of the First Amendment is, let me let me go there. Up in Canada, in Quebec, there was a uh, Methodist preacher, or no, Episcopal preacher. Yeah. Episcopal, no, Wesleyan, that's right, because it's a Wesleyan town. It's a little quiet town outside of Quebec. 
He preaches in a tent. They had one of their giant pride parades there. Look, you want to have a pride parade, whatever. Okay. But what happened was he was preaching against what they believed in, and he was charged with crimes and is currently sitting in jail. For hate speech. For hate speech with a GoFundMe page to try to get him out of jail. Well, did he deprive anyone of their rights? No. Did he forcibly take anything from anyone? No. Well, that's the final result of the destruction of the First Amendment. Now, yes, that did happen in Canada, but it should let us in to being able to see what is yet to come for us if we're not careful. I can assure you our show would be banned in a heartbeat if someone could. Like they haven't already tried. Well, they've already <laughs> tried to ban us a couple times, but that's just because, you know, yeah, well, you can try all you want, yeah. but if you can't get your crap together, you can't get your crap together. Yeah. It's just what it is. By the way, this microphone smells disgusting. <laughs> just wanted to point that out. Yeah, well, it happens. A little Listerine works well. Yeah, I'm going to go dunk it in a Listerine. Anyway, but these are these are what we're seeing. We're seeing all this crazy stuff take place in different parts of the country. And if that's we don't, where this protective class comes in. That's what's wrong. Right. By having a protective class that they can declare a hate crime against, anybody of color, if a white person's involved, the white person will get involved, will get charged right. with a hate crime. And it's and it's no matter, you know, I, I know, uh, basically it's, the best way to put it is, if it's anybody who's not white, that's what you're looking at. And yeah, we're you not... Just, you just and, scream yeah. hate crime and... Right, and we're... And how do you defend yourself against something that... That probably didn't actually happen. Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. If two consenting adults get into a fist fight, that doesn't mean it's a hate crime. Realistically. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the truth behind it. People you know, fight. God did give you legs. If you don't want to fight, you can go run. in the other direction. Just run. That's fine. You know, and that's that's part of what we have to look at in all these different facets. You know, it's kind of in some of your northern states. Now, this is this is always interesting to me. So in a lot of northern states, Missouri and other states like that, if because we just touched on it. So two guys get into a fight at a bar. Well, of course, somebody calls cops because why? I don't know. They call them. Cops show up and the one guy's like, nah, we just got into a fight over this. Nah, we just got into a fight. Both guys. Well, then the state steps in and charges them with assault. Well, stand by here. Hold up. Who's the offended party? Because the two guys are both going, no, man, we were both drunk, and we just got a little, yeah, whatever. Last time I checked, according to our law, the state cannot be the offended party. It, I, Not supposed to be. No. But the state does charge. And that's the problem. The and they usually overcharge. Well, and you see where I'm going with yeah. this. The problem is a crime is only committed when you deprive another person of their rights or liberty. But at no time does the state become the offended party who was deprived of its right or liberty as it has no right or liberty liberty, and is a independent, non-sentient organization. Therefore, it cannot be offended. These are the issues that we're seeing in our country. Yeah. Well, that's where the state hate crime comes from. Right. The state steps up and they charge that. Exactly. And... The hate crime was not committed against the state. No, it this wasn't. Is what, you know, this is what we're trying to explain right. to everybody out there is 
why do we have all this stuff? You know, we need go back to what I originally said. I want a president to come in and order the Congress. Yes. No new laws. Yeah. Period. You can't write another law, another nothing. nothing, until you go through the existing laws and get rid of everyone that conflicts, and get rid of everyone that goes against the Constitution. Exactly. Let's clean this country back up. Instead of having law books that stack to the ceilings, we should have a law book. It's the size of the free phone books you get now that have no phone numbers on them. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm, that, that, that should pretty well cover all the laws. It you should really cover need. anything that you can successfully do. Yeah. And that's that's the problem. We, we've created where the state is the offended agency too much in many, many crimes we see. Regulatory organizations that charge fines they cannot be offended. That's not a real thing. Now, if you ha- th- I will recognize some exception. Can you show me in the Constitution where they even have the authority to regulate? They and do not. Come down with a fine. No, they do not. I've never been able to find no, that. No, that was actually given by the Senate, stating that the Senate didn't understand the nature of what they did. Therefore, they could freely regulate themselves. Yeah, they gave that to the EPA. First. Yeah, that's way too much power. They gave it to the EPA. They gave it to the FBI. They gave it to the ATF. They gave it to every ABC agency there is. The problem is the only agency you should really give blanket power to like that to do whatever they want is the one that's not supposed to operate inside the U.S. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because they're not really dealing with U.S. citizens. So, or at least on U.S. soil, right? So, if they're dealing not on U.S. soil with non-U.S. citizens, I don't care what they do. Well, whatever, that's fine. But all of the other agencies are permitted regulatory power and fines, even imprisonment by the Congress. But that is contrary to due process. You may be afforded your right of due process, but for the most part, when the EPA issues a fine. There's no due process given. It's, here's the fine, pay it. Pay it or go out of business right. until you can get to court. And let's don't forget, we're talking about a group that tells us fluoride is safe in the water. Now, I don't know about you, Lee, but I took hazardous materials course a few times. I've taken one or two. Fluoride's one of the most deadly substances in the world. Now, I, don't, I, I vaguely remember, even if you take a deadly substance and dilute it, there's still a deadly substance in there, right? Yeah. Last time I looked. Okay. So I'm just saying, if you've got these giant government organizations that are telling you you can and can't do this, and then they're telling you things are safe that we know through science are not, you may have a bigger problem than you thought you ever had. Big time. Well, I feel like I just went down the conspiracy hour. Well, if you want to go down the conspiracy aisle, you know, the... Air Force and the Navy are starting to actually say we're investigating UFOs. Yeah, I did. I did hear that. that you they, know, that how long s- have they been doing this? Oh, I guarantee on. it's been longer than they're just now admitting. Oh, you mean like when they made the Roswell report? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Project Blue Book, uh, Gatekeeper. Uh, these random words that Lee and I are saying. If you're bored, Google them. <laughs> they're all real things. Yeah. Project Stargazer. Gazer was good. Gazer was very, very good. There, there, there are people still missing from that one. There definitely are. As much as they joke about it and have made movies about it, have you ever actually looked up the Philadelphia Experiment? Yeah. Which was known as the Philadelphia Project? Yeah. Yeah, check that out. Hmm. Kind of creepy. Yeah. Kind of actually happened. I think that was reverse engineering on a uh, alien. Ah, there we go. I knew it would come up eventually. Hey, Lee, guess what, buddy? Yeah. We're we, out of time. We got 30 seconds. Oh, wow. 
Guys, hey, like folks. our thanks for listening. Like our Facebook page at Not Politically Correct Radio. Hopefully, you're on your way down to the Arch to see the Blues. Uh, yes, that's going to be a big thing. You should be on your way down there. Certainly. Oh man, I had something I needed to bring up today. Yep. And I missed it. So maybe we'll get to it next week. Sounds fun. This has been Not Politically Correct Radio. I am Andrew Dodd. He's Lee Thompson, and we will talk to you again real soon. Have a good day.